I'm just too old now to be worried about what people will judge me on. It's time just to live my life and enjoy it. And I wish that I knew that years ago, but I'm glad I figured it out now. And if I can help anybody else realize that, then I'm doing my job. What's up, everybody? I'm Jeff St. Pierre, and this is episode 25 of Be More Well. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to listen. Be More Well is a wellness-focused podcast that started after I found myself looking for some inspiration and ways to get my mind and body back on a better track. Each week, I have conversations with health professionals, educators, musicians, trainers, athletes, and most importantly, people just like you and I. My mission here is to bring you stories from people about how they found their path to wellness, as well as information and inspiration from experts in the field. You know, just like you, I'm working on becoming the best version of myself, and I hope that you're able to find some insight in these conversations. Now, this show, episode 25, is not the show that I intended to give you. I had another interview lined up and ready to go, but I came across something the other day that kind of got me thinking. My day job is at a radio station in Baltimore, if you're not familiar with that. I'm a host on the morning show, and I help program the music for the station. It is a country music station, by the way. But my history in music started in a much different place. When I got to high school, I found myself entering into the hardcore and punk music community in the Boston area. I grew up just north of Boston. I've got so many just incredible memories of bands and shows that I was able to see. It really was that world that inspired me to get into the career path that I did. I mean, that that was the reason I walked into the radio station on my college's campus on the very first day that I was there just saying like, I want to play my music for other people. I think people will enjoy this music. And Thankfully, they gave me a shot because here I am more than 20 years later still doing the same thing. Now, how I ended up working for a country station with that background is a whole different story that maybe will come up another time. Earlier this week, a documentary was released that features one of the bands that I grew up on, a band that really had a big influence on me. That band is Bane. The documentary is called Holding These Moments, and it looks at the history of the band as well as their final tour and the emotion that came along with that. I got to tell you, I was in tears at the end. Seeing how much that band meant to the guys that were a part of it, as well as the fans, really hit me like in the feels. I mean, there are people that traveled all the way from Germany just to be at that final show in Worcester, Massachusetts. I'm also pretty sure I saw old friends of mine and some of the pictures they were showing from the beginning of the band. There were shows they talked about that I'm pretty sure I was at, so maybe if I pause it and look a little closer, I might actually see myself. Side note, I know cell phones are annoying at concerts now because some people just can't put them down and enjoy the show. they got to be filming and Instagramming the entire time, but I do wish we had them back in the 90s because I saw so many awesome bands, and I've got no proof. Like I'm sure I've forgotten most of them at this point because I was at shows all the time. We didn't even have digital cameras that were like small enough to take into shows at the time. It'd be really nice to have some of that evidence of all those bands and moments. But anyway, I digress. Back to what I'm talking about. Uh, what was it again? Oh, yeah, community. That was a big word that kept coming back up during the documentary. These guys were surrounded by a community that loved and supported them. Even when a band member had to make the tough decision to leave the band, he remained part of that family. And there was a community amongst the fans, too. I think sometimes it can be hard for someone who's not familiar with independent music to understand what those bands mean to the fans. The average music fan will catch a concert you know, once in a while, and it will likely be at a big venue like an arena or outdoor amphitheater. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, by the way. Some of the best concerts I've seen have been at venues like that. I don't care what anyone says. The 2009 Taylor Swift Fearless Amphitheater Tour is the best concert I have ever seen. You can make fun of me all you want. That show is crazy, and I've never seen anything like it. While there are diehard fans of those big major acts, there is a difference between fans of artists at that level versus artists that could honestly be your next-door neighbor. 
the connection is just different. I don't really know how else to put it into words, but I can say that when I would go to a Bane show, I always knew that for 30 minutes or however long they were on stage, I was in a safe place among friends. While the music was playing, the outside world didn't matter to us. Differences were gone. Every person in there was at the show for the same reason, and we enjoyed those moments together. Now, why am I talking about this on Be More Well? Well, watching the documentary made me realize that I was missing that community. I was introduced to the hardcore community back in 1995-ish when I got into high school. I had always struggled to find my place. Fitting in just was not my specialty. And I've talked about this in previous episodes of the podcast. I battled some demons that almost led me down the path of suicide. But arguably the biggest thing that kept me from making that mistake was that hardcore music community. I made new friends and was welcomed in with open arms. Well, almost all open arms. There was one girl that really did not like me in there. I think she thought I was a poser and she didn't like that I was part of their group. But really what I think the issue was is that she got mad. I got the last copy of a very limited release CD from a band she liked and she didn't get her hands on that. But that's besides the point. That world of music really opened my eyes to so much too. These guys up on stage were my age. They were my peers and they were singing about struggles that I was also having at the same time. The fans in the crowd were my age and they were all looking for acceptance and love the same way that I was. And we all found what we were looking for together at those shows. I would go to shows sometimes with people I knew nothing about. Our only connector is that we liked the same band and that was enough. You know, find someone with a car that you knew was going to the show and that's all you really needed. Talking about this actually got me thinking about one particular experience that I'll never forget. So in the late 90s, we had the internet, but bands didn't necessarily have websites. It wasn't always easy to find information about shows. A friend of mine saw this band Converge was playing a show in Clinton, Massachusetts, which wasn't uncommon. So we hopped in the car that Saturday and made the drive. It felt like an eternity back then, but it really was only about an hour away from home. Uh, we got there only to find out there was actually no show. We had misinformation. And I'll tell you, that town felt like something out of a vampire horror movie. As the sun started to set, the people just disappeared off the streets. We tried to go to a Dunkin' Donuts to get some food before our drive home, and they were closing at like 5 p.m. It was insane, but still a memory that I'll never forget with people that I haven't even talked to in, gosh, like 20 years. Also, if you are from Clinton, Mass., I'm sorry, but your city is a vampire community, and that's all there is to it. Even when I moved outside Philadelphia to go to college, I survived because of that music scene. During the first week of classes, I went into the city, a place I had never been. I went there alone to go to a show at a place I had never been before. And this was before Google Maps, too. I had to actually write down directions for how to walk to this particular place, like turn left on this street, turn right on that street. At the show, I just randomly met a couple of people that I ended up going to shows with for a couple of years, which was awesome. I even met some people from my school there that ended up being close friends of mine through my entire four years. I probably never would have met them without that connection, though, through music. You know, shirts were a big way to find that community, too. Like, if I went out somewhere and I saw somebody wearing a, a Bane shirt, let's say, I knew they were one of my people. And it's kind of funny. That first concert in Philadelphia that I went to, I tried to sort of wear a red flag, so to speak. I thought if I wore something from my college that other students there would see me and maybe reach out and welcome me into their group. It ended up working, but not quite exactly as I had hoped. So I went to Villanova University. The general student body there could not be further from the hardcore community. The best way to describe it, I think, is to look at a J. Crew or Abercrombie catalog. That's really what the campus looked like. I know I'm generalizing here, 
And I'm not trying to bash those people either. They were all awesome people, but that's kind of the look I'm going for. Um, so I wore a Villanova shirt and a hat to that first concert, and people came up to me asking if I was lost or why I would go to Villanova but also be at that show. Thankfully, I ended up meeting a couple other students on the train ride back to campus, and those were the people that became uh, my friends through my four years there. I do still have a picture somewhere of that train ride. I got to find that. I should dig it up and post it somewhere. Oh, memories. But, you know, as things happen, I did fall out of that community. I think it's natural in life that you change paths at times. Life hands us different situations to deal with, and we got to adapt. Most of my friends that I went to shows with ended up moving away from me, and I also moved a couple of times to new cities. Also, my professional life in the radio industry took me in different directions. I went from working in college radio and rock radio into the country world, and as much as I would love to try to catch a good hardcore show from time to time, it became really difficult for me while I was wrapped up in my work and attending concerts for that. You know, there's only so many days that you can do that. There was a solid decade where I just didn't really find myself involved in the punk world very much. I don't think I realized how much I missed the energy and passion until I watched Holding These Moments. Seeing Bane travel the world from 2014 through 2016 on their final tours made me sad that I missed out on it. I try not to dwell in the past and try not to focus on regrets, but I regret not flying to Worcester, Massachusetts to be at their last shows. I really do. Like, it it hurts that I missed that. I feel like a friend of mine left and I never got to say a proper goodbye. You know what I mean? All right, so you've heard me use the word community a lot here. Now, more than ever, I'm realizing how important a community is. It doesn't even matter what that community is. It could be the hardcore community like I've been talking about, or it could be a knitting community. It's whatever group of people makes you feel happy about yourself and accept it. Something I do is I feel guilty adopting a community or a particular brand. For example, a few years back, I was really into the running world, and I was running a lot, but I was always hesitant to say that I was a runner. To me, being a runner was a job, or it was the people that were winning races. I was just doing it for fun, but I was a runner. There should be no embarrassment to claiming that as my own and claiming that community as my own. So don't do that to yourself. If you're really into something, then be a part of that community. That's okay. Whether you're doing it for fun or not, that is your community. So don't hesitate to take ownership of it if it makes you feel good. I'm just too old now to be worried about what people will judge me on. It's time just to live my life and enjoy it. And I wish that I knew that years ago, but I'm glad I figured it out now. And if I can help anybody else realize that, then I'm doing my job. Music is huge for me. It's the reason that I got into the business that I did. It's the reason I'm on this pathway. It has changed my life and even saved my life. I can't wait for all of us to be able to get back out there and enjoy some great live music. I can promise you this. When the doors open back up, I will be ready to try and dive back into that hardcore community however I can. Even if it means that I'm the old dude at the show, I don't care. I need more of that in my life. And everybody knows what I'm talking about, but the old dude at the show. like He's the guy standing in the back that you're like, does that guy really belong here? Is his kid up in the front? Yeah, I don't care. I'll be that guy. I don't mind. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you guys are able to find your community and the people that make you feel good. That's really important. And if this podcast is a part of that, well, thank you. And that just means the world to me. If you want to check out the documentary I was talking about today that inspired this conversation, it's called Holding These Moments about the band Bane. It is available now. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button for this show so you can be updated on all future episodes and tell your friends. We've got some big stuff coming your way in the next few weeks. I think you're really going to enjoy these upcoming interviews and I can't wait to share them with you. Well, until next time, thank you for listening to Be More Well.